Hey y'all, and welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hilbert, and this is a podcast all about how to become the best version of you. Finding who you really are, improving yourself, feeding your soul, and exploring new ways to grow in each area of your life. everybody. Welcome back to This Is Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited because my last episode just did really well and you guys seemed to really like it and that was really exciting. I also finally claimed my podcast on Spotify, basically just saying that it's mine and I own it and like you essentially just give them all your information and so you can get all of your statistics and I learned so much about you guys that it was so exciting. I'm sorry, I'm in a really good mood today. Um, but that was really cool just being able to learn more about who's listening and I learned that uh, between everyone who listens to my podcast, it's like 50% female and 50% male, which is actually really interesting and not what I was expecting. So that is super cool and that makes me just, I don't know, really happy. Um, this week has been a very wild week in my household. Just a lot going on, a lot of emotions going on, and I've been up and down like a roller coaster all week, so that's always a fun time for me and everyone around me. Um, I painted, that felt really good. I love to paint. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it just is like a really relaxing activity for me, and I feel like I really work through my emotions. And actually, I need you all to keep me accountable because the whole reason that I was taking two weeks between each episode was so that I could backlog a bunch of episodes and then we could get back to having an episode every week. And I did not do that. I have had three weeks to record this episode, really, because the last one that you guys heard two weeks ago was recorded a week early. So I've had three whole weeks to record this episode and I did not do it. It is the Friday before this episode is supposed to go up on a Monday and I am just now finally doing it. I've had these notes written out for like two weeks and I just couldn't get the intro sounding good. I couldn't get the outro sounding right and so I just decided to not do it and now here I am and it's still not technically done. So we are in reality just going to hop right into it. So I'm really hoping that somebody out there will keep me accountable for recording everything on time and actually getting ahead of everything and also while we're at it if someone also wants to keep me accountable I need new tires on my car and I have been putting it off for so long and my tires are bald and it is winter where I am um and uh, there's a lot of snow so I need someone to help me out and really just make sure I get it done um but that's essentially what my week has been I bought new coffee beans today which is super exciting because I love coffee I went to the gym That's probably why I'm in such a good mood. Coffee and gym will really just set me over the edge of a good mood. Okay, let's stop uh, babbling. Let's actually get into this episode. So this week we're going to be talking about escapism. And if you're not sure what escapism is, which to be fair, it is not a generally talked about topic, but I have this quote by Dr. Carla Marie Manley, and she is a clinical psychologist based in California. And she describes it as, in psychology, escapism is generally defined as a desire or behavior to ignore, evade, or avoid reality. And 
little plot twist, we are not going to be talking about escapism in a negative light. And I realize that that definition puts it in a negative light, but that's not how we're going to talk about it. We are going to be talking about the positive sides of escapism and basically just what it means is like escaping um, your reality for a little bit and kind of setting things aside and moving to a different environment and doing something else. And I'm going to talk about how that can help you because I think it can be insanely helpful if we use it in the correct way. And that's what makes escapism such a tricky idea to navigate. And we kind of talk about this with most topics on this podcast that they can be helpful, they can be hurtful. We're just trying to find the balance. And the whole point of escapism, again, is to temporarily escape your reality. And we generally do this when we're experiencing distress or trauma, overall sadness, depression, anger, kind of those, quote, more negative feelings. Um, And it's a tool to escape those feelings to help us navigate what we're experiencing and also just relieve some of our stress. Escapism can be hurtful when we overuse this tool and we completely ignore or neglect our current situations. But when we use this correctly, when we use it sparingly, it can be really helpful. Sometimes we're just feeling an extreme emotion because it took us by surprise and we just really need to kind of ride it out. We just need time and space to understand what is happening so that way we can fully address the situation. Taking a step back, taking a step back to reflect on what's happening. It's kind of like taking a break at work, taking a break from our current reality so we can recharge and reevaluate what's happening, especially when we're experiencing a lot of stress at one time or from multiple outlets. We can use escapism to allow us to experience a stress-free environment, and this can help us kind of increase our serotonin for a while. Um, It allows us to be happy and kind of return to equilibrium before we're making decisions and before we get too overwhelmed. Escapism allows us to step into a new environment and it brings us comfort and it gives us time to just kind of clear our heads and refocus on the task ahead of us. Now, the cool thing about escapism is that it can be utilized in so many different ways and different forms. It's completely customizable to each person and it's basically just finding what works best for you. For example, one of my favorite ways to disappear for a while is reading. I love reading. Specifically, I read a lot of fantasy and fiction as well as anything about food and nutrition. And I realize that those are very different categories, but I don't know what to tell you. I love reading about food and I also love reading about fantasy. When I'm reading to specifically escape, I'm generally going to turn to fantasy or fiction. And currently I'm on a huge fantasy phase. So that is what I will turn to when I need to be somewhere else for a while. Being able to feel like I'm not only in another character's life, but also a different world completely helps me a lot. And honestly, it's just overall a lot of fun. Sometimes it's helpful to read about a character going through a hard time and getting that feeling of, wow, if they can fight and work through this insane, unrealistic problem, then I can deal with whatever I'm going through. Even though the characters aren't real, it can still give me that boost that I need, that kind of confidence. In my comeback episode, so that would be two episodes ago, I talked about learning to be alone and wanting to be alone and basically how I've navigated that. And something that I've experienced time and time again when I am single is dealing with times when I get that kind of like rush of wanting someone to be with me or wanting to be with someone. I'll have like these random days or nights where just, I don't know, random times when I miss kind of just being in love or having a crush or getting butterflies and just missing that aspect of being in a relationship and one of the ways that I've dealt with that is escapism and specifically reading. I really like reading about love and relationships but also fantasy and fantasy that has love interests in them which let's be honest are most fantasy books but when I read I'm someone who I dive 
full force headfirst into the book that I'm reading and I am fully consumed by it. So I feel the emotions of the characters and I'm able to feel that excitement of being in love or flirting with someone or just getting excited about two characters interacting. And if you're not big into reading, that might sound odd or you just don't really get it, but this really works for me and it kind of fills that part of me that I feel like I'm missing. And it's just a short period of time. It's just almost like scratching that itch for a little while is the best way that I can kind of describe it. Um, and it's, it allows me to feel that excitement of a new love and then I can come back to reality and be alone and appreciate my life and the rest of that aspect. And it's not necessarily something that's going to be super sustainable, but it is helpful. And it helped me a lot over the last year when I was still figuring out my current situation before I was ready to date again. It was something I was able to give myself back and still feel those feelings without actually dating someone and without addressing the rest of what needs to be addressed when you're ready to start dating again. Again, this was something that it's not super sustainable. It's not something that's going to help you over a super long period of time. But when you're going through the process of, I know I need to heal from an experience that I went through and I'm not fully there yet, but I still, I enjoy flirting in that whole world it kind of gives you that back a little bit. It's kind of a a bridge between those two areas of your lives. And that is the other aspect of escapism. It doesn't only have to be used when you're completely distraught or emotionally drained. It can be a helpful aid in your everyday life, making life feel a little bit more magical. And this tool can be used by reading or watching a movie, playing video games, listening to music, Music is probably one of the most common uses of escapism that we don't even recognize because it's become such a big piece of our lives. Almost everyone listens to music. We listen to music in our cars on the way to work, in our homes when we clean the kitchen, at the gym when we work out, on a plane while traveling to a new place. I listen to music all the time. I swear my headphones are always dying because I constantly have them in. I myself like to combine music with other forms of escapism, like hiking or going for a drive. To get the full experience, I will literally drive to a trail, pop my headphones in, and dance around a hiking spot, just singing and dancing my way along as if I am the only person alive. If you have never dared to try such a thing, I highly recommend it. It's a similar feeling to having a dance party in your room, but times 10. It's so freeing, and not just freeing in the sense of letting go, but also in a way of, I don't care who sees me. And I'm not saying I do this on the busiest day on the trail, but just running around outside where there is a possibility that someone might see me, it's really freeing. I will say the key to listening to music as a form of escapism is to listen to uplifting music. And I'm sure many of you are sitting there right now thinking, duh Kelly, I'm not going to have a dance party to sad music. But listen here, you know-it-alls, I am the queen of sad music. I have claimed this title for many years, and I will continue to claim this title for many years to come. I love sad music. I think it's so beautiful and calming and just everything. I could honestly listen to it all day, but it doesn't help put me in a positive work-through-your-problems kind of mood. And that is something I have been working on. I actually banned myself from listening to sad music over the summer while I was going through a hard time because it wasn't helping me deal with my sadness and depression. So positive, happy music it was. And that honestly made a world of difference for me. I'm going to quickly throw in a shameless plug really fast. I actually created a playlist for you all. It's full of happy, uplifting, positive music for you to listen to, and it will be linked in the show notes for this episode and then every episode moving forward. 
I'm going to be updating it once a month and I hope you go listen and enjoy. I wanted to give you all something else that you can listen to while you're not listening to this podcast and that still keeps you feeling uplifted and just overall happy. It's called Sunday Bless and you can search it on Spotify or just click the the link in the notes. Um, I've been listening to it nonstop since I created it and it definitely is happy and uplifting but also at the same time still something that you can have a dance party to and jam to and is that kind of more like I don't know I I categorize it as quote is a vibe that's a genre of music to me and that's what I would categorize this playlist to I would also like to point out that I did send it to my sister and she said that she really liked the playlist so I feel like if that's not um a reason enough for you to go listen to it then I really don't know what it is but again it'll be in the show notes please go listen to it okay so how else can we clear our minds and reset so we've talked about reading music video games movies but what about hiking or going for a drive or hot yoga I highly highly recommend hot yoga if you are someone who enjoys physical fitness at all and I know I know you're probably thinking why would I do that it's just a phase everyone's going through why would I want to sit in a hot room getting all sweaty and gross with other people but let me tell you I have never felt so refreshed when it comes to hot yoga I feel like I sweat out any negative thought or feeling I have ever had like a snake shedding its skin I feel like a brand new person I actually just got a week trial at a new yoga studio because I've been missing it like crazy. It is definitely an expensive hobby, but if you can afford to do it even once a week like me, then I highly recommend it. Plus, a lot of studios do either a free or severely discounted first week trial if you want to try it out first. That way you're not fully committed to a punch card or so many classes. I would say, though, that most physical fitness activities fall under the category of being able to be used for escapism. Now, again, it does not mean that every time you work out that it's for this purpose, but it can be a form of escapism if you want it to be. I know many, many people who love to go to the gym, blast some heavy rock music in their headphones, and lift out their anger. Or some take a more gentle approach and go for a run instead. Hiking can always be a great option if that's an option near you. In my opinion, you can never go wrong with fresh air. Another easy option is taking a shower or taking a bath. I find taking a bath works better, but if you don't have time for a bath or you're just not a bath person, taking a shower is also an option. For Christmas last year, I bought my roommate a bathtub tray that you can put like a book, a glass of water or wine, a candle on, and it was so cool. And honestly, I use it all the time. It was more of a gift for me than anything else, but I would, I would do the whole bath shebang. I would do candles, in-water lights, wine, a book, a movie on my phone, a bath bomb. I would do everything. And it was so peaceful. And whenever I needed a self-love day, that was my go-to. Taking a bath, bath. <laughs> was my go-to and I love this option because it doesn't cost money you don't need all of those things they're just extras but it's such an accessible and overlooked option I do quickly want to point out that this is not a only for women option men can also take a peaceful and glorious bath as well in case that was something that crossed your mind I just wanted to knock that out right away baths are for everybody I find the key to finding the best option for you is just choosing something that you not only love but also distracts you For example, I love going to the gym to lift. I lift multiple times a week, but I cannot for the life of me go and lift when I'm angry. It just makes me more angry. And then I have a really fast but terrible workout and I go home. I have no idea why, but that's just what happens. 
Or some people cannot use driving as a form of escapism because it will just cause them to overthink their situation or because they tend to have a little road rage and get a little more angry. I can't play video games, mainly because I suck at video games, but that just doesn't work for me. So not every form works for every person. And that's what makes it so cool. And it doesn't have to be a hobby like painting or playing guitar or going to the gym. It can be something as simple as going for a walk or playing your favorite song. As I previously mentioned, escapism is a tool that can be used to self-reflect on ourselves, our experiences, our emotions, and our previous trauma. Last night, I was on the phone with one of my best friends, and both her and I have gone through a pretty intense breakup and trauma from that in the last year. And we were talking about being in this new phase of our lives and what that looked like and processing the idea of finally almost feeling again. And we were talking about how you go through a breakup or you go through some sort of trauma and we tend to put walls up. We immediately put walls up to protect ourselves and we almost go into this state of feeling numb. And it's not only to process what has happened and deal with the current pain that we're feeling, but also to protect ourselves from other pain or other experiences that could affect us while we're in this really vulnerable time. And we were talking about when you finally reach this point where you have healed from your trauma, you've healed from this experience, you're ready to move on, you're ready to move into this new phase of your life, what that looks like. And we kind of forget that when our walls come down, when we're ready to finally feel again, what that feels like. When it comes to something like dating or finally ready to go out and meet new people, We know going into it, we're like, oh, this will be so exciting and fun. I'm ready to feel those new emotions, to feel those butterflies, to be nervous around someone, to go through that experience. But we tend to forget to remind ourselves that there are going to be times when we feel disappointed or we feel a little sad or we feel a little angry. And that when we accept that we are going to be feeling those positive and happy emotions, we also get sometimes those sad and quote negative emotions. With the happiness comes the sadness and we're going to have that kind of yin yang, that balance in our lives, whether we like it or not and whether it's something that we want or not. So for me, the idea of starting to meet new people or go out and do new things after I've healed from this trauma and finally bringing those walls down, it was a surprise because I was ready for the happiness, but I wasn't ready for any sort of pain or sadness. And I almost immediately wanted to put those walls back up. I wanted to immediately flip that switch and be like, I want to feel numb again. I don't want to feel anything. I wasn't ready for that. But accepting that I was ready, I am ready, but we're not always ready for sadness. There's never going to be a point in our lives where we generally want sadness or we're okay with it or we expect it, but it's just a part of life. And if we want to feel those happy, uplifting feelings, we're also going to have times where we feel kind of the exact opposite and that life can be a little bit of a roller coaster. But how do we prepare ourselves for that? How do we accept that without putting up these walls? And we talked about basically that escapism was a form of letting ourselves reflect on that and deal with that. 
I had kind of a roller coaster of a week and I was feeling stressed and I was feeling a little upset about something that had happened, but I was able to use this tool. I was able to paint. I was able to hike. I was able to listen to music. I was able to take a hot shower that was so warm. I felt like it was going to burn my skin off, but I was able to use these things to help myself process and reflect on what had happened. That's what makes escapism such an amazing and cool tool is that it helps us in so many different ways. It doesn't just help us process things that have happened yesterday or that are happening today or happening in this moment to us at work. It allows us to also process things that have happened in the past and traumas that we're still healing and traumas that are we're still dealing with and just self-reflect but it's also a tool for self-love and being used for just self-care and like I said while I was doing research for this episode most of the articles I found painted escapism in a negative light and we generally see it used in form of evading our reality or ignoring it or neglecting our life and what we have in front of us and our responsibilities and that doesn't necessarily have to be what this is We can use it to self-reflect and think about what's happening in our lives and step away for a second from our intense trauma or stressors or we're using it for an everyday stressor and just to relax and find pure joy. Escapism can be really helpful when something big has happened in our lives and we need to process but also in our everyday lives. And we can use it as a form of self-love and self-reflection as well as a problem-solving tool. It's so versatile, and that's why I feel like it deserves more praise than it generally receives. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I didn't really have a great ending to it, so I just kind of went with it, and hopefully that kind of worked out. I'm sorry if you felt like it was a little abrupt, but this is just the episode today. We're just kind of feeling a little funky, a little fresh, a little more open and real about I don't know, everything. (laughs) So again, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope that you were able to learn a little bit more about this topic and just find a different way to reflect on yourself and what's happening in your life and take a step back and breathe and just some self-love and self-care because at the end of the day, we I think we could all use more self-love and self-care. Again, I did create a playlist for you all, so it is linked in the show notes below, as well as um, the pod or the Facebook that's connected to this podcast. If you guys are looking for more resources, more resources, wow, more resources, <laughs> more updates, um, more about me as your host and who I am, all of that is over there. It's This Is Your Life podcast on Facebook. I also have an Instagram where I post kind of just daily inspirational quotes and um, just kind of get everyone talking so you can go follow me there as well again it's this is your life podcast on instagram again thanks so much okay i hope you guys have a great day and please someone remind me to get tires in my car okay bye (laughs) thanks for listening to this week's episode i hope you all enjoyed and were able to see a different side of things. Please, please, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and go like and follow my Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash this is your life podcast. There I post more resources and updates on episodes, as well as overall encouraging content. If you have any suggestions or requests for episode topics, you can email me at this is your life podcast at gmail.com. And remember guys, 
This is your life. While I am talking so fast. <laughs> Ooh, okay, 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 okay. Well, you know, this is this is just real life. You guys are gonna have to get used to um the more real version of all this audio because I'm just I just can't cut it all out, okay? Okay. Obviously. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna cut that obviously part out.